Shabbat Nundav Amud Aleph, the last thing we were doing, we were breaking down the Mishnah, we went, continued, it says, Zecharim Yatsin Levubin, we said that Levubin could mean that uh, they go in pairs, or it could mean that they have uh, some sort of cover on their heart, or a cover on their uh, Zachar area, and then we said uh, the, uh, the, the Nekevot, that's with their uh, tail up, this way the Zecharim can go on them. With that, we are starting on Nundal Ramud Aleph, first line in the middle. So the, the female uh, uh, rams, the ewes, they go out kebulot. The Gemara asks, My kebulot, we tie their tail down so the Zechariim don't come on them. How do we understand that the word Kabul means it doesn't have children, doesn't have fruits? That Hiram asked Shlomo Amelech, what are these cities that you gave me? He called this land Kabul until today. Um, he gave him those those lands because he didn't want uh, Hiram. Uh, he gave him Shlomo gave Hiram lands in Eretz Israel, but he didn't want him to uh, bring his people there. He didn't want uh, to bring Goyim, so he gave him a horrible land. So he called it as so Hiram called it Eretz Kabul. My Eretz Kabul, Amar Avuna, shehayu ba bene Adam shemchubalim bechesef uubzahav. There was people over there with uh, they were tied up with kesef uubzahav. Amar leRava, ihachi hainu dechtiv velo yasheru beinav. Uh, if that's the case, uh, then why does it say Vilashiru Bainav? Because they were tied up with uh, silver and, and gold, they didn't like it. Uh, because they were full, they were very spoiled, nobody wanted to work. It was a salty uh, land, it was it was cracked, it wasn't you couldn't you couldn't uh, plant over there. That that your uh, I guess your ankle would uh, go deep into the land over there. The kabal is, is uh, I guess your ankle. And people would say this is a land that was uh, it goes the ankle deep and uh, it doesn't do any uh, perot. Okay, now the next one is rahelot would go out kebunot my kebunot. They would tie around the sheep, I guess, uh, some sort of silk. This way it doesn't get dirty, so it's wool could stay clean. What's Like white... Uh, uh, like white wool. What does that mean? It's wool that is naki, that is clean, like a day was uh, created, that uh, that they covered it with uh, for for silk, or they covered it for to make silk. Okay. says, Zim are allowed to go out to rot for dry, not that uh, not for milk. So the Gemara asks, Itmar Rav Amar Halacha Kerebi Huda. The Gemara explains that the Rav is all like Kerebi Huda. Shmuel Amar Halacha Kerebi Yosi. Veika Demanad Hashimatda. Beapen of Shan. Some explain that this. Some bring down this Mahloket Rav and Shmuel uh, as a as a Psak Halacha on its own. Rav Amar LeYabesh Mutar VeLo LeChalev. Bishmuel Amar, Ehad Zeb, Ehad Zeb, Asur, it's always Asur. 
Now, there's no, no real nafkamin al halacha, uh, just that's the way it was said. Um, Tosfot holds that there was a girsa where they flipped uh, the, uh, what Rebiud and Rebiud uh, Rebiosi said, but that's a little bit too much. Some say that uh, the, that what Shmuel said that uh, the the Izim going out Tzerurot, he brought he was talking about the following brayta. Izim yotzod Tzerurot leyabesh, avalo lechalev. Why? Mishum Biudav in Betera Amru. Kach halacha, aval mi mefis. How do we know, right? Ezol lechabesh veezol lechalev. Who's going to tell you this one's for yabesh, this one's for halav? Umitoch she'en makirim echad ze vechad ze asur. Now that bright was brought down, and there Shmuel said, Amar Shmuel, the Amar Amar Yuda, Amar Shmuel, halacha kerbi Yuda ben betera. Everything is asur. And Tosafot to me explains that Shmuel wasn't saying halacha like a BOC, which is it's totally asur. No, it's just it's asur because who can tell the difference? People will think it's for this, it's for that, and there's no that's more the reason. Which who was matir whether for dry or lehalev. That's Rashi's explanation, and Rashiba brings a perush in the b'shem of Haigaon. That according that we're talking about Tanakama of this Braita that you're only allowed to be only allowed for Yibush purposes and not for halal purposes, and uh, you have to look at the Masha why uh, Rashid didn't explain that way. Uh, beautiful. Every every sugyav here is beautiful. Mishnah Ubama enayotza. What does an animal not go out with? Lo gamal bimtultelet. A gamal cannot walk out with its own saddle uh, cloth. And we will see Rashi gives three uh, uh, three explanations to what uh, this mitul tillet by uh, by a gamal means. Over here he, exp- he says uh, over here he explains that it, we're talking about a uh, uh, the saddle cloth. Uh, he also brings another perush. It could be that they were talking about some sort of a, a string by its tail. And then on the Gemara Rashi brings another perush that a mitul tillet is like some sort of little uh, a little pillow that he puts under his uh, tail. This way, it doesn't uh, doesn't uh, I guess uh, ruin the string or rope that you put by the by his uh, by his skin over there. Okay, we'll we'll see piece by piece and we'll explain it. Okay, so lo yitzeh gamal bimtotelet lo akud velo ragul, not akud, not ragul, and the gemara will explain what that exactly means. Vechen shar kol behemot and the same thing with other. Uh, Behemoth, they can't go out uh, You can't, uh, I guess, tie gemalim one to the other and then uh, pull the first one, then all them move. But you could put a lot of uh, different ropes into his hands and pull them, meaning each one on its own. As long as you don't wrap the rope around your uh, hand. And the Gemara will explain everything. Tana. Lo yitzah gamal bimtotelet akeshura lo biznavo. A gamal cannot walk out with a saddle cloth, we'll call it, that is tied to its uh, tail, only aval yotzeu bimtotelet akeshura biznavo b'chotato. But it can walk out with a uh, saddle cloth that is tied to its tail and hump. Why? Because I guess it's tied to two places, it's not going to fall. Amara babarav huna. Uh, a gamal can walk out uh, with a uh, metal tail saddle cloth that's uh, tied to its 
uh, placenta, and uh, it's it's I guess it's tied to something that will hurt if you move it. So therefore, uh, it won't uh, it won't come to it won't come to fall off. Lo akud veloragul. Amar viuda akud akedat yad varegel. Keitzhak ben Avraham. Where they, uh, it's like an akedat yad regel, like uh, by uh, it's Hakman Avraham, where they tied, I guess, uh, one hand to the uh, to one of the legs, and this way you tied them together, and this and this way, I guess, his uh, neck wool was was uh, was more like was straightened out uh, easier to shecht. Ragul, what's ragul? Sheloya kof yado al not to bend its leg, I guess, towards uh, towards its body, and uh, to, to to tie that way. This way, he can't walk uh, because it only has three legs. Now the Gemara asks, Metivem, Akod Shteyadaim Ushteraglaim, Ragul Sheloyakov Yado Al Gabezrovikshor. So now you said Akod is Akedat Yadan Regal, and here we're saying that Akod is two feet or, or two hands. So the Gemara explains who the Amar Kihai Tana. He holds like the following Tana. The Tanya Akod Akedat Yad Varegel O Shteyadaim Ushteraglaim Ragul Sheloyakov Yado Agabezro Veikshor. So Rav Yudao said Akedat Yad Varegel holds like this Tana, which it could be any way you want. Va'akate lodame, but still it's not the same thing. Review that to this Tana. Bishlama Resha Vesefaniha. Okay, with the Resha where he said that uh Akod is Yad Varegel and Sefa where it says uh the Yado Azer oh that's perfect. Mitsiata, but in the middle where it said Akod could mean both hands or both feet also, Kasha, that's a problem with Aviuda. He he wasn't Osir such a thing. Ella, you have to say, who the Amarki Haitana, Ravi Uda held like this Tana, um, the following Baita, Akod Akedat Yad Varegel, Kate's Hak ben Avraham, Ragul, Sheloya Kofiado, Agabez Ravik Shore, that Ravi Uda held like the following Tana, that Akedat Yad Varegel is called Akod, like Abraham Yitzhak, like Yitzhak ben Avraham, and Ragul means that you shouldn't uh, bend his, uh, his, I guess, bend his knee. And uh, tie it uh, that way. This way, he can't walk uh, on three on three legs. Okay. Then Mishnah continues. Do not tie. Uh, do not tie uh, camels one to the other and 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 lead them that way. Why can't we do that? Looks like you're going to the shuk. You want to go for, uh, sell them by the shuk. Aval machnis. So what happened? We said you're allowed to put the whole uh, you're allowed to put a whole bunch of uh, uh, a whole bunch of uh, ropes together, and this way you're able to pull them as long as you don't tie them around your hand. The only problem of yours is What type of kilaim? That a person is not allowed to be horish or to lead with another animal. So they're, meaning, if, so basically, if I'm grabbing the uh, if I'm grabbing the camel by the rope and I'm walking with it, I'm, it's like it's like two minim together. It says a man is allowed to be moshech and 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 plow with uh, uh, with any animal. Meaning the only issue is only with two animals, not the man and the animal. Ela, 
kilayim the havalim. We even say that there's wool and linen with the, out of the ropes, and when you tie it around your hand, it's uh, it's kilayim. Vehatanya, it's a shatnez, right? Uh, that type of kilayim. Vehatanya, hatocheft kifahat and a chibur. If a person, uh, you know, single stitch is not considered a, uh, a connection like a beshatnez kilayim. So why is there a problem over here? We're talking about the, the kilayim of the havalim, putting it together. Don't uh, wrap it and tie it with uh, two knots and there, and it'll become uh, shatnez. So that's how he understands aval machnis. Okay. The rope can't hang out of... Uh, uh, under from under you about tefah. But the Tana Bebeshal says the two tefahim. It can't the the rope can't hang low two tefahim. Amar Abaye Hashda de Amar Shmuel tefah. But Tana Bebeshal tefahim. When Shmuel says tefah, but we but he himself brought a brayta that uh, that uh, sorry he himself brought a brayta that it said that's a tefahim. Shmuel is coming to teach us something. Uh, he's coming to teach me that even though the Brayta says two tefahim, when people come to ask you, uh, say one tefah so they don't come to, to be lenient uh, where they shouldn't be. Meaning Shmuel understood that if I tell them two tefahim, they might go, they might push to three. So if I tell them one tefah, they might push to two and then do not. I guess that's what it means. So now the Gemara says, we have another Brayta that says, It has to be above the ground, a tefah. So not that it's hanging low a tefah. I mean, it could hang even uh, as much as it wants, as long as it's a tefah above the ground. So the Gemara explains, so the Gemara explains better. No. So what's between the camel and the, I guess the ca- the, the person carrying, uh, dragging the rope should be, it could, it could hang as low as, uh, I guess, a tefah from the ground. But what's coming out of the person's hand, I guess, towards outside, not the, not the, between him and the camel, the other side, that has to, that you have to be uh, carrying it and it shouldn't be uh, lower than your, it shouldn't be coming out the uh, tefah uh, more than your hand. Okay. And Hamor Yotze Bimardat. The Hamor cannot walk out or shoot Rabbi Man Shabbat with a saddle cloth. Bizman Sheena Keshura, it's not tied, I guess, from Arab Shabbat. That's how we explained it before. Velo Bezug Afapi Shehu Pakuk. And not with a bell, even though it is clogged and we don't uh, hear anything. Velo Besulam Shebet Savaro. Velo Betsua Sheberaglo. And not with a ladder by its neck, and not by a, and not by a like a strap by its leg. And the I guess the chickens, the roosters do not walk out with the strings and not with a strap between their by their feet. And a ram cannot walk out with a little, uh, I guess, with a little wagon under their uh, under their tail. This way, it doesn't get scratched. They use the, the female uh, rams. They don't go out hanunot. And not a cow with uh, with a, um, I guess the 
with the spiky skin of uh, something sort of like a uh, kipod that she explains um it's like a hedgehog like a porcupine something like that uh, something pointy this way uh, i guess um bugs don't come and try to suck on it okay let's continue with a strap between its horns would walk out with a strap between its horns, and Chachamim were not happy. Now the Gemara says, "My Tama, what's the reason it's Asur? Why can't a Hamor walk out with a uh, with a saddle coat that hasn't been tied from Erev Shabbat?" Like we explained before, that if it hasn't been tied from Erev Shabbat, you haven't shown that it is a clothing; it could still be a Masoi. Uh, on top of him, just a uh, you know heavy load on top of him. And not with a bell that even you can't walk out with a bell, even though it is uh, clogged and doesn't make noise. Because with the bell, it looks like you're going to sell it, making noise so people could look. And not with a ladder by its neck. Amarav Hunaa Belai by the by the cheek area. Why we we put a some sort of like piece of wood by, by its uh, cheek area. Why would we do that? Because if the Hamor has a Maka somewhere, we don't want him uh, turning his neck to go uh, scratch it with his teeth. Therefore we put it I think today we have like uh, some sort of cone. So the reason you don't walk out with it because the donkey might uh, shake it off and now you have to carry it for Amot and Nishut Arabim. Next, not with a strap by its foot. That they, uh, they tie around the ankles or around the feet area. This way they don't, uh, the, the, I guess the feet don't hit each other. Uh, I guess they keep a certain separation. I guess each one had their own string to know which uh, which chickens belong to who. So they don't get switched. Uh, not with a strap in between their legs. So this way they don't jump around and start breaking, uh, I guess, plates and stuff. Zachar doesn't walk out with an agala with a little carriage. So this way, his uh, his tail doesn't get uh, hurt by the uh, I guess rocks and uh, different stones. The uh, the used the female rams don't walk at hanunot. So Rav Ahabar Ula sat in front of Rav Hasda and he said. From the minute they uh, shave it, they uh, I guess they put a little bit of cotton with oil. And they put uh, and they put that uh, cotton with uh, oil on its uh, head. This way, the tzemer grows, the wool grows. This way, it doesn't. Uh, uh, this way, it doesn't get cold until the wool comes again. It looks like uh, you know you made this uh, this uh, you you made this Rachel Rosh Hashiva you made it Hashuv all of a sudden uh, it has uh, it, it has you're putting uh, oil on its head with kain Ela Yativ Rav Papa Bashmuel Kamed Rav Hasda Vativ Kamar 
what's uh, what's this Hanunot? Bishaashikoraat the lid when this uh, this sheep, this you uh, I guess it's ready to give birth. Tomnin shemen, they put two cotton uh, pieces uh, with with oil, one they put on its head on its forehead, behad ala rehem kedeshit hamem and one by the womb, so this way it'll warm up. You made it a nice Hashuv uh, lady who was giving birth in the hospital. There's this uh, big, there's this type of tree in the, uh, the countries of the world, somewhere by the by by the yam by the oceans. This uh, this uh, wood is called Hanun. And they take a splinter of that or. A, or a pick of that uh, type of tree, and they put it by its nose, so it could sneeze. All the, I guess, worms that go into its uh, into its uh, head, it sneezes it out. They should do this for the men also, for the for the zecharim, not for the just for the rechelim. So God explains, since the boys start fighting with each other, the worms just fall out on its own. Shimon Nezira Amar, what's Hanunot? Kisma Deritma. It's a it's a pick from the from a tree called the Rotem. Bishlama Ravuna Hanu de Katane Hanunot. Now Ravuna explained that the tree is called Hanun. That's why it's called Hanunot. El Rabanan at the rest of Hachamim. My Hanunot. What does Hanunot mean? So Gemara explains the Avdina Lehu Milta de Merahamina Alai. We do things that. That is merahem, and then we put the kain with oil, and it, it's 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 a rahamim. Ve'en ha'egel yotze begimon. The egel does not walk out with a gimon. So the gemara asks, "My egel begimon?" Amar vuna barnira. A barnira is a little yoke that they put on his uh, head. This way, it knows to put its head down from the from the minute it, it's small. It knows uh, follow the rules. Amar bilazar ma'ay mashma dehay gimon nishnadi mikaf. How do we know the word gimon means to put your head down? Dichtiv halakov ka'agmon rosho. It's a pasuk in Yeshaya where it says I'm going to put his head down like an agmon. Okay, the Gemara continues. Why would they put the or of the uh, porcupine, hedgehog, whatever it is, the pointy one? So this way, the uh, leeches don't uh, suck on its uh, on its skin. And not with the strap between its uh, between its horn. Asur. If, according to Rav, who said before that uh, whether it's as an ornament or just an extra guard, it doesn't help in Asur either way. This is not an extra watching it. According to Shmuel, if it's for ornament, it's Asur, but if it helps guard it, it's uh, Mutar. Now, what was the story over there? How do you, how do you, how do you, how do you let that happen? Wait, you had only one para? What are you talking about? Amrav Yudah Marav that 12,000 calves Rabil Azab bin Azariah would just give Ma'asir every year. So what are you telling me? What was that one uh, one uh, one cow? No, it wasn't his cow. It was his uh, neighbor's uh, uh, cow. Oh, he didn't uh, 
give him Musar, he didn't try to stop it, okay, then it's going to be, then this cow is going to be called uh, under your name. They learned in the Brayta Bekuled Seder Mu'ed Kol Kihai Zuga Hilufer Rabbi Hanan Umayel Rabbi Yonatan. In the entire Seder Mu'ed, wherever you have uh, uh, these four together, you have to switch Rabbi Hanan and Rabbi Yonatan. Meaning, Kol What is it? And this is the way they understood it. Kol Mishef Sharlim Hot Lanche Betovelomiha. Anyone who could give Musar, who could stop it, the people in his house from doing an Avera, and he doesn't. He gets punished because of his uh, his family members' averot. Uh, if you could uh, stop your the, the the people of your city from doing avera and you don't, you will get punished for it. If you could stop the entire world from doing avera and you don't, you get stop, you get punished for the entire world. The people in charge of Reshkaluta's house, they could, they could really stop the entire world from doing Averot, especially every person in Babel. And since they do it and they don't, they get punished for it. Hashem is going to punish the Zikne Amo with the Sarav, uh, what they do. What Avera did they do? No, there was Zekerim that did not give uh, Musar by the Sarim. And then Hashem is going to punish the Zekerim for not giving Musar. We'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem, Amen, Amen.